Welcome to episode 47 of Echo Screen. I really am compelled to say a podcast on the internet, even though we're not doing that anymore. So Is it's it? the cure for <laughs> silence. Haha. I was about to say it's the cure <laughs> for silence. I mean, but um, yeah, so today's episode 47. But if we were to look at all of our episodes, it would actually be like 53 52 really? 53 something like that yes no. and it is oh. also to the day one year since we started this podcast how's that what how you guys feel yeah literally oh, to no. the day. yeah oh man oh no we i didn't just... publish it until like a like a few days afterward but uh yeah since we originally recorded it's been one year like how does that make you guys feel uh, i gotta go <laughs> I mean, I'm 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 sitting in the exact same spot that I tried to escape last year, uh, and now I'm uh, I'm really considering uh, why 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 am I here only to suffer? Um, yes. And uh, <laughs> by the way, my name is Blaze. I've been with you a whole year now. Wow, that's great. With me for a whole year has been Aaron. Whoa, that's me. And Rob has also been here for almost the whole year, so. Why? Yeah, but like less. Yeah. Rob. Why is it? Why is it that like, I don't know, uh, sourdough is used for pretzels and not any other kind of dough? Okay. Anyway, that's uh, that's our show for you this week. I just wanted to have two minutes of telling you that it's no. Mm-hmm. We're actually gonna cover uh, a couple things. So, uh, I think that Nintendo just. Like announced last night or something that they were gonna have an indie world today. Didn't really uh, like I didn't hear any buzz about it, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, indie world. So that happened. Uh, there was a new Fast and Furious trailer for that movie that was supposed to come out last year that didn't come out. True. Uh, yeah. And then we have just a bunch of other stuff to talk about. But let's start with how are you guys doing? It's been a whole year of podcasting. How do you guys feel? Well, still in quarantine. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, that. I think when we started, like, I'm pretty sure if we go back, like, would be like, yeah, however long this thing lasts, and yeah, basically, and uh, yeah, now we're we're just this is is this life now? Is this always gonna be? Until yeah, everyone's basically. vaccinated. Basically, um. I mean, like, things are changed forever now. Like, there's gonna be it's a new world, but we. I don't know. This is a like much broader topic than other than like kind of. I don't know. I don't want us to go into the dumps here with this, but like, it, I mean, what do you think's coming back in the future, or do you think we movies? Movies. We're go to the movies again? Yeah. No, I, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we absolutely do, not. If we do, it's gonna be like we're gonna have like uh, what is it? Like kind of protective pods, or we're gonna. I think be wa- I think that it'll be okay to um, not um, not be seen as a huge weirdo if you have like a mask on. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. when you go places, like it, people. I mean, in some some places, it it's already like very political to have a mask on or not, which is just mind boggling. But you know, it's political to keep yourself safe. Yeah, it's like yeah. you're keeping yourself and other people safe by putting a mask on, and it's like the least you could do. Yeah, um, yeah. So, but anyway, my point is, I think that in in majority of places, if you wear a mask, 
and you go out or you have to go to work and you're wearing a mask, people will be less likely to uh, think you're some sort of criminal. Like, you're about to rob the place in that kind of way. They'll just be like, oh, that person um, might be sick or might be, like, fearful of getting like or getting sick and less mm-hmm. less uh people give you more space essentially yeah. which would be cool so yeah yeah it is i was yeah. watching, i was playing uh well this could go into later in the episode but uh persona 5 when you go to the movie theaters you see people with masks on all around and it was like oh, okay well that's gonna yeah be- in Asia, um, yeah, it's always just been like a common practice. To, yeah. if you're feeling sick, just to have a like a mask on, mm-hmm. and so that's why you know. And for allergies, they had a lo- they had so if much people, uh, you know, just don't want to be seen that day, really. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like not they're not thought of as like bank robbers or mm-hmm. insane people, and also uh, they had much better response to covid than we did uh, oh yeah they were just like oh this thing that we already do but everyone does that now oh okay like yeah. uh, all right is it kind of like uh australia with them now where it's like it's practically like they're safe or like what's the levels there i mean the population like u.s has such a huge population and so like and it was like misinformationed into being like, this huge political issue that it, mm-hmm. that it like not to you to not uh use this word to uh denote anything but the politics of it all trumped any other thing about it haha <laughs> um yeah so uh it was kind of like very subtle yeah. <laughs> it, wait did, it, it, did mean, he say something to that was a reference no he doesn't speak anymore he doesn't have any words um <laughs> oh, i was talking about you oh yeah me yeah, did you say anything that was a reference to anything? I, I couldn't tell. It was, yeah, it was actually been... referencing a home. It was the uh, subtext that he used. Yeah. Oh, wow. Whoa. Whoa. Anyway, so, um, yeah, New Zealand and Australia had so much better of a response, at, like which are not Asian countries, by the way, which is the whole segue. I don't know if people can follow mm. a logic train like that, but mm. their response with a significantly smaller population and more... Um, active efforts by local and um national governments to to attract trace and use preventative measures and like all that stuff made it so that they you know got rid of the problem and or toppled the problem in a much faster more orderly mm-hmm. fashion instead of like hey yeah i know there's uh 50 states in america and they all have their own like governments and then there's like the big federal government that's like, hey, yeah, uh, we're just gonna leave it on you guys. So have fun, <laughs> which is what happened. And it's like, oh, yeah. we don't know how to do that because we don't, we've never done this before. Don't you guys like you know, have a plan? It's like, nope, have fun. Oh, cool. And that's why uh, we're still in this situation. Yeah, yeah. And, later. and we're probably gonna enter what like wave six coming up yeah it's like the big it's like four four or five five. it's like dumb that it's uh Mm -hmm. i mean with the summer warmer weather people wanted to get out of the house uh 
and then people being like, oh, the light is at the end of the tunnel, so I'm just going to go to the end of the tunnel. <laughs> if everyone else gets vaccinated, it doesn't matter if I do, right? Am I yeah. right? Uh-huh. It's like, yeah, I mean, even if you're vaccinated, you still got to wear a mask. <laughs> like, what do you mean? You mm. still have to be, pre- like, use precaution. Just because you uh, have a shield doesn't mean the shield's going to stop every bullet, which would have been a perfect segue into Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but... <laughs> Uh, it's actually how we're going to enter Nintendo Indie World. Because I, I mean, no. I, I like to start with news personally. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I get you. So you could yeah. like later on just bring up the the segue, like oh, all like the way do it again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just, just flashback. Just bring yeah, just bring the segue from earlier, just I'll, out I'll, from nowhere. And you guys remember in. that one time I talked about the shield? <laughs> yeah, this pre- previously on Echo Screen. And it's the same episode, actually the scene. It was just like in the previous scene, but we have to have a flashback moment. I, what movie yeah. did that recently? That uh, It was something that just happened that we had to like... I think we were watching... Yeah, was it a comedy? An anime. It? We were watching yeah, uh, was... The World Ends With You. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, that. I need to add that. We watched the first episode of that. I totally oh, forgot. They, they have an but anime yeah. for that? Did we not at you, Rob? No. Yeah. Didn't. So, so this, I asked you uh, if you were gonna get the the sequel, which they just put out a new trailer for. Yeah. And it comes out in the summer, and it's for PS4 and Switch. Yeah. And, and I... later on, on the PC, but it's a sequel to the first game, but also it's a sequel to the anime that is airing right now. It just, uh, oh. it just started airing. Now, I'll, is it I'll also a sequel later. to Dream Drop Distance? Uh, you know, all the uh, conspiracy theorist Kingdom Hearts fan theory people over there uh, in in the internet realm, they would totally be like, oh, I mean, okay, you know what? <laughs> we'll get into it later. That actually, uh, that gave me what uh, we in the biz call a brain blast. So... Uh, <laughs> Remind yeah, think, me to talk about this later. Oh my! I think I just, you just got put on like a bunch of mailing lists, Rob, and like <laughs> some new suggestions to YouTube channels. About, uh, Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. Oh. No. Oh, speaking of which, uh, uh, what should our listeners' uh, new algorithm be for? Should we say Oreos a bunch, or should we say like Snapple? Oh. If you can, um, actually, if all of our listeners can go on Twitter and then follow Rob tweet at him oh no um and say uh you're a really uh, nice guy my friend rob and then uh block him <laughs> <laughs> all right i think you're abusing your power as a content creator hey, on our i got IP. followed by two spam bots this week i think i'm doing really well for myself yeah I did. <laughs> yes oh I man oh uh, anyway nintendo <laughs> indie world i've been trying to get to for five minutes now <laughs> okay oh uh, guys why don't you let me just talk about this this indie world presentation but what happened that would be lame yeah right. and no fun so uh a bunch of stuff got announced previously already released games uh fez coming to the switch today the longing i believe is coming to the switch today there is no game uh colon wrong dimension which is like like a bunch of mini games that are like a meta narrative about video games and how we interact with them it's pretty interesting but not not really for me but uh 
all three of those out later today. There's a nice game cool. that's like I don't know. I think it's reductive to say it's like side scroller Dark Souls uh, Neo game called Getsu Fumaden uh, Undying World, which comes out next year. Oh, damn. so <laughs> okay, yeah, it looks pretty cool, but mm. it's not out till next year. Um, yeah. Do you guys know what the longing is? By the way, no. Um, like I'm sure no. both of you have heard of Fez because that's been around forever. Yeah. Okay, so the longing is this um, German indie game where you play as this like servant to this slumbering king, and you're like alone in these in the underground, and you have to wait a real time 400 days for the king really? to awaken. Yes. So and you can do like huh. a bunch of stuff during that. But uh, it is not a uh, very uplifting game, from what I understand. So I mean, it sounds like it's it's built to get you in that kind of like kind of I don't know. I'm trying to think of the right word, impatience. Um, well, based on um, based on Rob's uh, Instagram story uh, <laughs> song of the day thread, you could have played this whole game um, <laughs> yeah. since COVID started, basically. Yeah. You're waiting over it. You're playing this game for over a year. Huh. Yeah, that's so. It's crazy. I mean, it sounds interesting. If I if I had a switch, I might give it a shot. But I mean, it's on PC. You have one. Of yeah. Ah, uh, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, this really cool game, um, comes out on Switch on May nineteenth. It's called Aerial Knights, uh, Never Yield, and it's a it's like a parkour um it kind of like you know those like infinite runner games it's like a side scrolling one of those but you do like parkour like over like stuff but the coolest thing is it's in this like uh future like detroit with like tokyo vibes as well it's like a neo tokyo mm. detroit weird it's a weird combination but it neo yokio yeah and so it but the soundtrack is actually really cool um, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, there should be a demo out today, I believe. Um, mm. So go check that out. It's on Switch, so I don't know if it's coming to anything else as of right now. But uh, there's this game called Chris Tales, which is it basically looks like a, a JRPG. Um, it's out in July. It has a pretty cute art style, so I'm looking forward to that. It has like a time travel based mechanic or something it's not really you're not like time traveling like chrono cross or, i mean chrono trigger sorry for that yeah. uh, mistake but uh <laughs> i know that actually bugs people so mm -hmm. i have to but uh yeah you can basically like age up or age down enemies to make them easier or like like whatever to kill hmm. it's interesting at least so you get to beat up babies and old people. <laughs> I don't necessarily think that's uh, that's what they did, but that'd be very funny. <laughs> uh, Last Stop, uh, a game by Anna Pereira, is out in July. I don't. It's like a third-person adventure game. You're you're like doing three different storylines, but they all like like mesh into one like, overall uh, narrative. I believe they've showed it off before. Then, yeah. then there's uh, 
Road ninety six, which is a procedural road trip adventure. They show this was shown yeah, off. Yeah, I remember this thing. one. Yeah, yeah. Um, it comes out this summer. It really it's interesting. It looks a lot like uh, Firewatch to me. Mm-hmm. Which, um, that's not a bad like that's not yeah a bad thing when I say that. So, uh, and then they showed off some extended stuff of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge, which is coming to the Switch. Looks awesome can't wait Hell for that yeah. yeah um apparently it comes out later this year on the switch which is wonderful they showed off this game coming out in fall called aztec forgotten gods which is like a action adventure game with based on aztec mythology but it's in the future so mm. it's like interesting it's like really cool looking you like fight all these uh aztec deities and stuff and you have this giant like Hmm. like a uh, metal arm that you can upgrade and do cool different stuff with nice there's a uh, skull the hero slayer which kind of looks like shovel knight and um hollow knight no it's the game that uh chad's been playing a lot oh, of. Really? okay yeah it comes out on switch uh, eventually has 90 playable characters by swapping your heads so yeah chad said it was super addicting and very fun cool uh Anapurna has a per- has a second game called hindsight which is apparently will be a puzzle game puzzle adventure game they didn't really show much of the gameplay at all but they did uh show off like a, a narrative trailer just to give us a little tease house of the dead remake coming nintendo switch um is it gonna be like a arcade kind of shooter yeah, it... I mean, I think it's based on the remake. I think that was on the the Wii like a while back. Okay. So, yeah, apparently it was really. Oh, House of. Did I say House of the Dead? Yeah, you I did. I said House of the Dead. Okay. I don't know why. <laughs> I think I was thinking of like um, the Zack Snyder uh, Dawn of the Dead. Did he do Dawn of the Dead? Yeah, he did. Uh, House of the Dead is also. It's also a game. game series. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's why I didn't know if I said the right one. <laughs> even though I was reading it. I don't know what happens. Uh, that's about it on, uh, on like, what... There's two more things. One was a huge surprise to me that I was uh, not expecting to see at all. Mm-hmm. Roll 7 showed up with the uh, with the new Ollie Ollie game, Ollie Ollie World, which is an open-world skating uh, platform adventure. And I'm nice. super psyched. Ollie Ollie is one of my favorite... Uh, like games yeah i think i saw that it was on sale on switch yeah probably after they announced the new one so nice yeah they're doing a bunch of indies on sale and Mm. i cannot wait for this to come out this winter so and it just looks it looks even more accessible because like the level of uh complexity gets like really high really fast in ollie ollie Mm. in ollie ollie 2 but this one looks uh like they even said in the trailer that there's like more casual ways to play and like more varied things. Like there's like RPG RPG elements and like um, hmm. uh, NPCs and stuff. It's pretty cool. Interesting. Well, definitely worth checking out the trailer. Hmm. Lastly, they ended the show with one of those fake like that's it for now. Oh, except for one more thing, and uh, it's Oxenfree Two. Called Oxen Free Two Lost Signals, which I did not expect a sequel to Oxen Free, but 
Mm. It, we're getting it, and it apparently comes uh, this year to the Switch. Oh, snap. So, whoa. That, that is that for Indie World. Anything on that list that caught you guys' attention? I mean, not really. No, <laughs> yeah, I figured as much. Honestly. Besides Skull, but I was already going to buy that, and I don't have a Switch anyway, so. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Well, uh, moving on to Fast and Furious 9. Oh, here we go. The two. real news. I have. <laughs> I've seen maybe the first two Fast and Furious movies when I was really young, when they like first came out, mm. and I have not seen anything other than Hobbs and Shaw since then. Damn. Uh, so <laughs> I watched the trailer for this, and it's just, uh, if anyone was like, hey, let me explain the lore of Kingdom Hearts to you. Uh, that's like <laughs> that's like the, watching this trailer is like uh, what I feel like other people when they see a Kingdom Hearts trailer, see. Uh, so that that's how I feel. That's what my impressions on it are. So Maybe. if you guys want to go into it, you diehard uh, uh, FF9 fans. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my experience with uh, Faster Than Furious is l- watched a little bit of the first one and I watched Hobbs and Shaw uh, in theaters. And I was like, it was like, this movie's so bonkers that I need to go into it and I love going into movies that like this is gonna sound really stupid that like already have like sequels ahead at some points and I like to just kind of hear characters say like ah it's good to see you again Derek and it's supposed to have it's supposed to have like kind of this like it's kind of like in the movies where you have them like on the background there's just a movie playing and it's like Ah, I should have known it was you, Devin, and just like oh, it's like daytime television. Like <laughs> they bring in some nemesis character, and like the yeah. uh, the <laughs> the music stings, and like it cuts to black. Yeah, it's like why does that mean anything to me? Yeah, it's like you're watching it, like and you're just like, oh man, there's a lot that happened here, but I'm hoping that it's gonna it's just gonna be crazy enough for mine. I feel like it's a little bit different in the fast movies because yeah yeah, they do bring back like people like recognizable people or whatever but they always just like kind of explain it in the movie anyway yeah (laughs) so it's like you don't even need to watch the other ones because they'll just like tell you who the character is and like what they do and then they move on well how what's your experience with the fast movies Aaron like how many have you seen uh all of them. I've seen all of them. I watch. Okay. I get. He has a monitor for every single uh, <laughs> yeah. fast movie, and he has them on loop. When I was younger, the second movie was like one of my favorite movies ever. Um, really? Just because it was like I don't know, really bright and flashy, <laughs> and I was a kid. But also, Tokyo Drift was fucking awesome. I've heard. Um, to- I've heard Tokyo Drift is one that like that they yeah. never go back to, was- but now all of a sudden they are back to it. In yeah, this one. don't they have? A, well, it was like a weird point, I think, in the franchise before they kind of settled on what it is now, where they were taking the first three movies like pretty seriously as like kind of crime, almost drama movies, right? Yeah, it's Point Break um, with Cars. Yeah, exactly. And then like once they like found their niche, I think, and like got comfortable with like each other as like actors and writers, they kind of figured like, hey, let's just like have fun 
and do what we want to do. Yeah. And then, yeah. so from, like, four onward, it's gotten, like, way more just, like, fun and enjoyable. Oh, yeah. And, like, I, I feel like I am... I'm more likely to watch them now. I know my brother was really into them, and then uh, I think it it basically stopped catering to what he wanted, and it now started catering to what I want out of it, which is Hell Idris, yeah. which is Idris Elba filled with uh, nano machines. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's it. I. I. I hope he comes back from the dead which based on like kind of how definitive one of the characters death in this uh, what's his name uh he he's like the big returning character for this movie uh han yeah han yeah han like didn't he die like super hard in tokyo drift uh yeah and how is he back (laughs) (laughs) well i mean yeah probably nano machines i I would love it if like just han at one point just kind of picks up like a car and throws it at someone and it's just (laughs) and just actually that was my twin brother (laughs) (laughs) i mean listen we've got uh john cena as as younger uh, a vin diesel that's amazing i had no idea <laughs> vin diesel's brother yeah i i was watching this trailer and i was like oh hey john cena's in this and then he's like i his bro like, i'm his brother and then i was like all right i'm gonna see this movie i don't know anything about this movie <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna watch this movie right now listen that's ridiculous it, can we all please watch this together because oh, for sure as like it's streaming, otherwise yeah. we're gonna have to all get vaccinated, a double mask. And go to the like this go is to the this is the movie we're gonna die for. Is that's oh gonna be the one? I'm fine. <laughs> fine by me. Listen, like you know what? It was a good run. Uh, yeah, that's what, exactly what Dom says. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, he says, doesn't he? Like, say, uh, like I don't I know. Can, I can't stop. I can't stop. Uh, no, I I can't live one quarter. I can't live life one quarter mile at a time anymore, and <laughs> and I was like, oh man, that's uh, even I know what that's referring to, and that's like, yeah, well, but uh, yeah, I need to ask this though. Did you guys have any point? And I mentioned this in another group talk that we were talking about. Did you guys have a f- have a feeling one of the cars were going to turn into a transformer at some point <laughs> i wouldn't put it beyond this franchise to just have a uh have you yeah, know like they're definitely gonna do it at some it. point the joke after fast uh eight was it um was that like okay the next movie they're just gonna go to space <laughs> and, and like it, from the looks of this trailer it looks like they might so they're in like i mean ma- yeah that last shot yeah, they're make in like makeshift, uh, like kind of car guess. rocket. What yeah. I think is so stupid is that they're flying on this <laughs> ship that literally, like, could go into space. Doesn't look like it would have a problem. And then the car comes off of that thing, like that, cr- like a like ship. Well, I think maybe they were trying to escape from the plane. Yeah, maybe. I, that's maybe but the it was on top of them. It was like the car was on top of it. Well, maybe they're anyway. trying to. They were just. They found out that they put their car, their car on top top of that, and now 
they're right, trying well, to when nasa sends rockets into space they have the ancillary <laughs> uh thrusters there that, we go you know detach to let the cabin make it into orbit obviously the cabin is a car in this case elon musk send a car into space i think we understand you know where all this is going oh i would love it if like the beginning of this is they're just hired by tesla now and, <laughs> and they're, they're just trying no, to get a car and then vin diesel's like electric cars i don't do that <laughs> <laughs> i need gas in my cars not in my family yeah not in my family and then my cars run on dinosaur blood <laughs> <laughs> And then Elon Musk is gonna be like, "Well, now you're my enemy." And then he, <laughs> yeah, my family he's will like, die of methane poisoning before I get into an electric car. <laughs> I know, I know one, uh, one person in a family that I can rely on. It's yours. And then he calls oh, his younger brother, shit. and that's why the conflict <laughs> happens. Yeah. All right, we re- rewrote this movie. Uh, if that's not exactly verbatim what happens in this new movie, I'm really disappointed. Well, Dude, sure. like. <laughs> It's so. This is why I enjoy the films. Like it's so easy to just make up a movie that they could totally make, and it sounds like it's real. But you're just saying stupid shit. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like make me fast ten plot, and you just put it in a uh, AI generator, yeah. and, and whatever it says, whatever nonsensical thing that it makes is li- literally what the plot will be. Well, in yeah, well. it's, it's like, like a, yeah, I could totally see that. It's like a larger scale version of like Wally's Wonderland. Where we were just like, oh man, it would be awesome if like Nicolas Cage curb stomped this gorilla animatronic. <laughs> and oh yeah, man, it and would then be... he does it. Yeah, and then it would be, oh man. And we like said multiple times before this line was dropped, uh, he's not trapped in there with them. They're trapped in there with him. And then when the character actually yeah. said it, Man, you know that that character straight up could just go into this film for uh, go into the Fast franchise. I would love that. He has his car. He doesn't talk at all. He just drives and it's beats true. stuff up. Like he could totally drink do it. soda. Yeah, I likes would, pinball. I would absolutely. <laughs> yeah, to bring it up. <laughs> yes, I did. I um, I would absolutely love it if this the stinger of this movie is just like they're all doing good and then a giant like animatronic comes out and then it's just Optimus run over. Yeah, <laughs> Optimus Prime comes in. And he's like, I need to warn you of a growing threat, and then it's shot through the face, and he's like, wow. No, Damn. there's been a mistake, and then he falls to the ground, and behind him, it's Nicholas Cage. Wait, how would he say that if he got shot through the face? It's his last words. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> with his face shot off, he, he has a little <laughs> bit of his mouth left, you know. <laughs> anyway, uh, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't like that Optimus dies in this scenario. I think yeah. there should be some dumb Decepticon. Yeah. It would have I already to be saw like, the Transformers movie. I don't need to see Optimus die and again. And then John Cena reprises his role as that government guy, yeah, Bumblebee, but also he has time traveled and is also Vin Diesel's brother. Yeah, they can make it work. I yeah, I can see that. I legitimately thought it was going to end with him like being recruited to the GI Joe like team. Oh yeah, wasn't and, he also in that? Well, yeah, I yeah he was, but I I thought they were going to like start a interconnected toy universe, which I believe that was the plan recently, but I don't know if that's a thing right now. 
my Transformers and GI Joe. Yeah, they were gonna make, do like the Hasbro. The <laughs> Hasbro. They'd have to bring in the Power Rangers. I mean, yeah, true. I, I mean, uh, Transformers versus Power Rangers. I mean, there's something. Maybe who knows? <laughs> Wasn't Tyrese Gibson from the Fast movies in Transformers? Oh my god, as, like, military guy. Oh I remember my that. God. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I think that you're right. I don't know off the top of my head because I don't really know anything about. So I'm pretty sure they're like the connected franchise. already. <laughs> I mean, John Cena was in Bumblebee as well. Like they're already multi connected. Like there's gonna be a scene where there's just gonna be a file on him, like in one mo- moment in the movie, and you're just gonna see the name of his character from uh, Who's Bumblebee. The toy, the Hasbro verse or the toy verse, uh, Nick Fury. To bring them uh, together. Um, I guess it would be. Wouldn't it be GI Joe, or would it be like? I mean, like you could end the GI Joe movie with like uh, Cobra Commander trying to open a portal and they stop it, but then like they don't know what the portal was opening to, and then in the post-credit sequence, the portal opens again and Skeletor jumps out and he's like, <laughs> and you set up the Masters of the Universe movie. Yeah, it'd be really great if. Um... Dom um, just ran over uh, Skeletor with his car. <laughs> He's like, you know, family. Yeah, <laughs> 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 that's family. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, family. <laughs> that was uh, that was great, and we're moving on from this because we talked for too long about this. Uh, anyway. <laughs> That movie looks ridiculous, and I'm uh, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah. Genuinely. Uh, okay, so what did we do this past week? Well, I played more Genshin Impact, despite my uh, better, uh, you know, my best efforts to be like, yeah, I don't really care about that. It's not that great. Also, it's just kind of bad with all that stuff we talked about last week. But um, as a game, and yet I played more. As a game, it's not great. Oh, so like, it's just getting worse all together. I mean, the, the game is, like, fine. Like, it's not, like, groundbreaking in any way. It's, like, taking the best of from a lot of stuff and then jamming it together and mm-hmm. putting, like, uh, like a like bunch of microtransactions and, and like, um, gotcha game mechanics on top of what could just be a single-player RPG game so that they make tons and tons of money uh it's kind of like level gated as well it's not kind of it is level gated in a lot of ways oh absolutely and it has like one of the worst like slogs of just trying to level up to like unlock new content Mm -hmm. because you get so little xp and like so after a certain point you get very few opportunities to even like gain xp other than logging on once a day yeah and I just unlocked the daily stuff, and I'm like, oh, so I got to the part where the game super stalls out so that it mm-hmm. forces you to do this yeah. specific thing. Um, and that sucks, because that's just, like, I don't want, like, if I want to play your game, I only have X amount of time a day, and I don't want to feel like I'm, like, spinning my wheels, which is, I won't be doing that if I pay money. But I don't want to pay money, so I'm not going to uh, spin my wheels. I, I'm like, I'm just not going to play it, and that I'll never see the next 
like bit of content because of that um it's fine it's like really uh i like that there's a bunch of different characters that do other stuff um and like i get to use my team the way i want to it's like i it'd be cool to play breath of the wild with like this kind of like different characters who do different yeah. things dynamic and the story is pretty involved that's cool like breath of the wild has all like it, it like comparing it to breath of the wild because like aesthetically and gameplay wise have a lot of similarities is like cool um like but breath of the wild i think does it better because it's more consistent with its level of polish uh genshin is like streamlined version of that and while it has uh it's kind of just like both games are pretty empty like if you think about it a lot the dungeons are pretty both of them like the shrines and then this in the dungeons like mm-hmm. they're both pretty bare bones generic whatever whatever uh they do a lot more with the gliding mechanic in genshin as of right now uh they're doing more than breath of the wild ever did but yeah uh i don't know it's fine i kind of uh like it's kind of just like mind like take a break from your brain being on just like mind numbing going do like whatever be done Mm. so like it's comfort food in that way i guess when it really when it really like hits me up against a wall of what i can do without grinding that's like when i once i have to grind really hard i'll probably stop playing it for real but until then i mean i'm really close to that point but there's still some stuff i can do but yeah uh i didn't play very much of it honestly but um and then we watched falcon winter soldier it was episode four that just came out this past week i think it was yeah four really yeah yeah Yeah, that's what i thought too and we only have two two episodes episodes yeah Damn, that's so, messed up. I know. Like, I was like, that's episode four? I guess it's really, like, all coming together. I I think that we got a shorter season because they had to, like, cut out the whole, like, other plot line. Because, yeah. like, we talked about it, like, before the show even, like, came out or was, like, announced mm. when it was actually coming out that there was a whole, like, pandemic plot line that they had to cut because COVID. Yeah. Um, it was just too real. And so, like, they have these character plot lines and, like, all this stuff that, like, relates to it, but they can't talk about it because they had to, like, like spin the wheel and rewrite a bunch of stuff. So, um, like, we don't really get explained of why the uh, uh, Carly, the Flag Smash... Oh, I guess... Hold on. Before we go into Falcon and Soldier... Complete spoilers for episode uh, four and the rest of uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. Uh, all right. So we don't really get explained to, other than like a vague line from that one guy in a previous episode. Carly's mentor lady or loved one, whoever that lady was, why yeah. she dies. Um, other than tuberculosis in like this one line. But oh, yeah. for sure it was definitely like whatever that vaccine was that they like got in episode two when yeah the when, smashers when they were that. like transporting vaccines and medicine 
Yeah, and it just never <clears> shows up again. And it's like, oh, yeah, she had quote-unquote tuberculosis and blah, blah, blah. But no, it's totally that fake pandemic virus or whatever that was actually around. Mm. And so, uh, yeah, just going into it, the the um, things came to a head. Basically, John Walker, new Captain America, goes off rails. You could see like the the cracks in his. Uh, you see bigger cracks in his like self confidence yeah. and his mm-hmm. like performing his role as Captain America. It, it becomes and, completely shattered by the yeah. end of it. He like uh, he's oh, trying yeah. to get a grip. He won't trust anyone else because he he has to do this thing. He has the shield. Blah blah blah, and. Uh, Sam is trying to do what he believes is like right because straight up like he was chosen to be by um, I wanted to call him Chris Evans but he uh, <laughs> Steve <laughs> Rogers chose him to be the new Captain America to represent and hold the shield basically because um, he believes he holds the uh, he has what it takes he holds the, the same like principles and ideologies and all that stuff He'll do it justice. And uh, so Sam tried to have this conversation, and it was working. It was really working, because that's, like, the type of, like, character Captain America is supposed to be. Yes, he has yeah. a shield. Yes, he has the power. But he is not supposed to be. It's, like, the defender. Like, it's what he became yeah. after. Um, and so... Uh, John Walker was like, no, 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 we got we to gotta go in there. It's not, it's like all going to be messy. And it's like, no, it really wasn't until you got there. Yeah. And so a bunch of like bad stuff happens. Battlestar, um, which was uh, John Walker's partner, he gets killed by Carly because he's I, just a normal dude. I yeah. heard there's like some people who... Who, who don't think but they really wish he's alive so that way he could just like be like hey john i i'm sorry i, I passed out but oh god <laughs> <laughs> no yeah no that dude's totally dead. he is totally dead yeah which sucks because i really mm. liked his character like mm-hmm. they didn't show us much of his character but he like yeah. seemed like a good guy and yeah. not mm. as much of a like unhinged guy as john walker yeah uh, he seemed like I think it's like kind of the uh like looking at it from the other side like from their perspective he is a good guy but at the same time like he holds a lot of like similar weird values that John yeah. Walker does and kind of reinforces that. I think and it's like kind a, of like treading the line of like is he a good guy or not? I yeah. guess good isn't the word I should yeah. use. Well, a he's, better he's, guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, true. By comparison. Yeah. <laughs> feasibly that. they would have been like okay people like if they weren't involved with all this oh no 100 percent. but they but like the moments that like kind of truly define them is like when uh zemo asks sam like would you take the serum and he immediately says no and then you Mm. the same question they ask each other would you take the shield immediately they're like hell yeah Imagine yeah. how much it's more shit we could do. And like, it's their perspective on what the power means to them. And mm. Sam doesn't need that power to do the job. And both of them feel like they need the power to do the job. It, yeah. it would. So yeah, that's kind of 
they were both kind of in the previous scene like completely emasculated uh and like they they the the, the line that really made me hate uh John Walker was the, the, they weren't even super soldiers. Yeah, he's such a <laughs> wimp, dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What, uh, what they're called? The Dora Milaje? Yeah, Dora, Dora Milaje. Yeah. Okay, the, they are so cool. I just want a whole mm. series about them. Like, come on. I mean, on. we're, uh, what is it? Uh, Ryan Coogler. He was in talks to do a Wakanda based show soon. So That's rad. I really, nice. I'm really like excited about that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, they basically just completely annihilated everyone. Like they just go to Bucky and just like use the secret code that he didn't even know about to just completely. Yeah. It's like it's really sad because like yeah, Bucky is like a tragic character in mm-hmm. so many ways, and he's one of the like like hero guys obviously in this story of this show but i totally understand where they're like the dormilaje are coming from like Mm. i super completely get it and i based on like what like how the like black panther movie like presented them and like kind of the philosophies like the like their duty like to wakanda supersedes like any of their personal feelings yeah like, they're, they're like so, the most they are the most uh powerful uh country in the world yeah the, yeah so. and so like she might think that bucky is like fine like like might think he's like cool she might dif- disagree with like his like reasoning for using Zemo in any way, like which is pretty evident. Like her duty to, um, to get what they feel is just revenge or whatever justice in their way, uh, supersedes any like friendship and or other feelings of like positivity towards like Bucky, mm-hmm. and like, um, they're not like they will like put him in his place really put him down basically and he just was like i didn't know that could happen (laughs) and like it's like well yeah and it's like of course like of course not like but that's tough like that's super tough you feel for bucky in that moment and you're like dang you really have to go there but yeah you know they really do (laughs) well like these guys are like they're probably some of the most human avengers that we have oh like, for sure yeah like what it, and they're like we've seen them get get their ass handed to them before like spider-man just took care of them like nothing in like true that scene. is true it's because they and, weren't working together they yeah. were working together they would have been more powerful than that teenager yeah and well i mean if it does come to like in the future we do see them actually Civil War Two when uh, Captain Marvel <laughs> no. is, is fighting uh, uh, not Tony Stark because he's gone. I I hope to God they never adapt that because it, uh, I'll, in the movies alone there's a good majority of people who who don't like Captain Marvel and like in the comics it just completely destroyed her character 
and like yeah. to this point, it seemed flimsy at least from what I I didn't read uh, Civil War two, and yeah. it just sounded dumb. Well, it was, ju- it was just it was like other captain. Yeah, it was just basically they wanted to use another captain, and what was it? They thought she was like kind of a solid character that could recover from it. It just it just they wrote her in a way that like there was a scene. The whole premise of it just quickly is um it's minority report where it's you have somebody who can tell the future exactly how crime is going to happen and they are wondering if they should use oh yeah i remember this shit that shit was so stupid yeah and like straight up just dumb it was straight up dumb because at one point they even say like oh well the probability of it being right is 60 percent and I remember they were like, well, I mean, it could, like, not be true, but, like, in case it is true, I gotta, like, tell you or whatever. Yeah, so. like, Captain Marvel's like, like, what? Yeah, and it was like, I'm I'm still right. This is the right thing to do. It's like, clearly it's not. You're, you're yeah, actively it's being really, a it's a, it's a big stretch to be like, oh, we gotta kill you instead of, like, oh, we gotta make sure that these people don't go down this path so that yeah. it is, like... I yeah okay I guess it's more uh more uh time money and effort to to prevent that but also isn't it just like making the world a better place to do that or or you could just kill him or didn't who dies isn't it Tony I I don't think they killed too many people in that I believe Tony Stark went into a coma uh and then and then they retconned he died but then yeah like nice. basically he oh and then he's an ai right and then yeah he it, comes back or something yeah currently he is technically not tony stark anymore he is a completely uh rebuilt version of tony stark which i be- should be tony stark but technically you could they call him phony stark got him oh man oh man uh, I'll be here all week. Uh, next week and the week after, and the week after that, quarantine. Unfortunately, uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. But yeah, back on topic with uh, Captain America. Um, I I guess we covered Dermalogy. We uh, yeah, we... they're cool. I really like them. I want more of them. Yeah. Then we have Zemo's whole thing. Yeah, where... which. Mm-hmm. Zemo, uh, probably, uh, do you guys think he's going to be, like, kind of taken care of by the end of this, or do you think they're going to set him up as a bigger bad for the future? I hope the latter of that, because if they just get rid of him, they're wasting another good character. They're just, like, like, I, I don't like when all these movies kill the villains, because then you can't, one, use them again, and two... You can't use their development of getting smarter or more deadly or whatever, yeah. more evil. You can't use it against our now more powerful hero who thinks mm-hmm. that because they conquered them, they're scot-free. And then you get to be like, oh, the divergent path of when they were a mirror match. And now they're not a mirror match anymore because they had to do something different. Both of them had to do different things. Mm-hmm. And they now get, one's like, completely new yeah. character and you get to do something different essentially yeah i feel like people think that's like 
kind of campy, but also these are comic book movies at the yeah. end of the day. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like the same argument that people make about Batman. Like, well, why don't they just, why doesn't he just kill the guys and they wouldn't have to worry about it? And it's like, okay, well, then that's not a fun story and we won't get to see these cool characters again. Yeah. Also, why, why is it okay that Batman, who is already committing a crime by being a vigilante, which people who are like, that's good, he's catching the bad guys. Like, wouldn't you really like why should he be the ones like the one to to be judge jury and executioner like, yeah he's catching mm. bad people but why <laughs> should he then commit a a further more like, yeah. worse crime to kill yeah. that person like i get like the joker isn't like an insane person who's murdering a bunch of people like i'm not saying that batman should kill him but the like he the, the like uh authorities at b shouldn't be so uh inept like inept at like containing and capturing whatever mm. but also yeah. it's fiction so yeah chill <laughs> yeah. Well, well i mean it, it comes down to the fact like do you want heroes that are judge jury executioner or do you want people in justice who are going to play by the book they're well, going to be actual uh, heroes my favorite uh, character is the Punisher, so... Uh, oh, God. I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> By the way, the Punisher is now, like, the worst character. It, like, based on everything like Good. that's happened in the world, right? Like, he really shouldn't be glamorized. He right? should never should have been glamorized. Yeah, yeah, I don't understand why people wouldn't. Yeah, that's, that's like, more... Yeah, this guy who has totally uh, bad mental health goes around and murders bad people yeah. in his own like mindset like yeah who uh, he dude. thinks is bad yeah not and who like, is bad and it's like oh okay so and kills them put into yeah. context like when a writer writes it so that the punisher only punishes those who we can we as the viewer can morally agree with like okay that's one story but yeah. then you have other stories of the punisher where they walk there's two people that walk into a room one has stolen a candy bar and the other has i don't know done something really obscene uh one is a serial murderer yeah Yeah. sure that like insert blank very bad thing yeah the punisher walks in he kills them both he kills them both equally (laughs) equally in the same way because to him they both committed a crime so that makes them on the same level like that is the punisher uh in another nutshell and if that's how you see your justice of like he he is like in the right to do that uh well <laughs> this is a video game uh, pop culture podcast that's all i gotta tell <laughs> you on that. yeah <laughs> true true but uh, I, I guess yeah. the biggest thing from it uh we should cover is uh john that walker <laughs> yeah john walker fucking killed a guy with captain america's shield he killed a guy mm. the way that in civil war captain america uh ended the the fight yeah the, Tony. turned off tony stark's yeah. armor yeah. yeah the way that we we all were like oh fuck he's gonna kill captain uh he's gonna kill iron man but it but just uh but that's not steve that rogers yeah. that's not steve rogers yeah so yeah. that like that was cool like that's good storytelling uh mm-hmm. and the sea just okay i'm still surprised how bloody and yeah i know I was like, or that. whatever that this show is compared yeah. to everything else like 
this is the most uh gore we have in the whole mm-hmm. like mcu including like you get thanos like axed in the chest or whatever you get an- uh, thanos like beheaded but yeah. like that's purple alien blood yeah like, it you, doesn't... Could, you could you could uh play with the sensors there yeah but, but this is straight up like that human being mm-hmm. got super stabbed that human being got uh like i don't know his chest caved in yeah, yeah. i don't know how like they're they they justify that that dude wasn't just split in half like i guess he's a super <laughs> soldier but like i guess that I guess he edge just... is not blunt yeah yeah well, I guess he was just cut into, and then he just kind of broke down his ribs. This is really I, gross I, thinking yeah, about. Super, but yeah, I don't know. He killed that dude by like slamming the shield down on him repeatedly, uh, and he wasn't even the dude that killed uh, Battlestar. And yeah. so yeah. Uh, it was just a guy. <laughs> when we get that zoom out image of him holding the shield with like the blood, that mm. was just like huge. And yeah. the and the thing that's like really disturbing is he doesn't have the face of like oh god what did I do it's like the what that's it's like, what it ta- that's what war takes it's the uh, you know? who's next face yeah yeah it's like oh god this guy is this guy needs to like they need to take the shield away from him which based on uh on media that's been released promoting I don't know why I said media being released. Yeah, like, final based, trailer or yeah, next trailer. Yeah, based on the next trailer, uh, he still has that shield unless he goes on the run. Uh, I think that he's gonna be like made the U.S. agent, or they're gonna like talk yeah. him down in some sort of like court martial thing. But he's gonna yeah. still be an active player, and they're gonna uh, let him regardless. hold the shield, and then Bucky and Sam are gonna like be like, okay. We gotta fucking do this ourselves. (laughs) Yeah, we actually gotta take that shield back, which it's interesting because we still have that, like, original trailer footage where Bucky and Sam are using the shield, like, they're practicing with it, and we still don't have any, like, we still don't have that in the show yet, so. I, I... If we will at all. I'm I'm really wondering if it's that, if that's, I hope that isn't the last scene they've just decided to show off. And then uh, Steve Rogers shows up, and he's like, hey, guys. And then that's where they fade to black. He was in the crowd. He was like, oh, shit. You still like, killed that dude. <laughs> Man, maybe I uh, shouldn't, shouldn't have given the shield away. Maybe I should have uh, not gone to an alternate universe and uh, married the love of my life. Uh, but you yeah. know what? Have you looked at her? Pretty. Uh, I'd, say, uh, I'd say a pretty good, pretty good move. Pretty good move. Speaking of which, uh, I watched more uh, Cowboy Bebop. Uh, the show's still good. So Nice. That's about that. Very <laughs> worthwhile. Wait, it, uh, so you're just going back through the original? Yeah, I mean, I... Oh, the new uh, show isn't out yet. What am I thinking? Yeah, I would... I'm like... It's definitely a great refresher. I'm going to watch it in the proper order of... Uh, I'm going to watch that, the feature-length movie before the final episode or whatever that is uh i think it might be the final two episodes i think it's like you watch one through 24 you watch the movie then it's 25 and 26 is the finale or maybe it's Mm -hmm. 25 movie and then 26 i'll have to look it up but i'm getting close to that point essentially um rob you play you've been playing persona 5 royale like uh, how how do you know this 
Every time I go on my PlayStation, you are on, uh, it says your name, and it says you're playing Persona 5 Royale, and I, I'm just like, and then sometimes you'll just send me a random, like, screenshot or a reference to where you're at in the game, and it's just really funny. So, uh, Oh, yeah. Earlier, was it today? Earlier yeah. today, Rob sends me, uh, he got the Persona Hellbiker, and, yeah. and oh, I was yeah. like... I was totally forgot that that persona was in the game, and I was like, "Oh yeah!" I I'm really surprised you guys didn't say that first. Yeah, I'm really like, I'm surprised that's not how we were like, "Yeah, Rob, play this game." Yeah, it has this in there. Yeah, <laughs> straight up. For all of you who don't know, there is a Ghost Rider. Uh, it's basically Ghost Rider in Persona, and yeah. uh, so now he's. I'm never going to fuse him with anything. Uh, he's he's my friend forever now. Uh, he's your persona. You can like upgrade them. I can upgrade them. I, yeah, you I'm, can like uh, level ninety nine him. Yeah, I, mm. there's uh, the strength and persona thing I unlocked. Yeah, which I like that about persona a lot because like you can just take one that you think looks cool and make it like really good. Yeah, and then it like doesn't even matter. Yeah, and I noticed he's. Uh, like his uh, strength, like it says in stats, like he's especially strong when you use wind abilities, despite the fact he's loaded up with uh, fire abilities. Yeah. So now I can use strength and persona to, I don't know, kill Sandman and uh, get some wind powers. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm I I hate you because now this game has <laughs> taken over my life. Um, we tried to tell you, Rob. It's really fucking good. It's not taking over your life. It just is your life. It now. is my life. True. Now. It turns out uh, my name is Donnie Cates, and uh, I am a uh, uh, that's Donnie Cates' son. Donnie Cates' son, and uh, uh, and you're a high school student in Japan. I'm a high school student in Japan, yeah. and uh, yeah, I can now uh, fix. All the problems I made in high school, I can, I can finally, <laughs> I can finally be someone. Uh, but no. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. No, oh. but yeah, I am. Uh, yeah, it's a procrastination machine, and I am, uh, I am enjoying it. It's, uh, it's good time. I am going to. Uh, oh, I started talking to the teacher probably way too late in the game. Like, I am... Well, I, uh, what palace are you on without uh, going super into detail? Just like uh, I got past the pyramid. Oh, that's it? Yeah, so I, I'm sure there's still I'm, plenty of game left. Yeah, no, you have so much time. Like, yeah. how many hours are you in? Uh, 69. Okay, yeah, so you have like... Uh, you probably still have like sixty hours left, so you're you're good, dude. Yeah, uh, I'm really upset. No one said I I I paused the game when I hit uh, I I saved it and it said sixty nine hours. I was like, well, you wanted least... Morgana to chime in and say nice. I wanted <laughs> I wanted you guys to chime in and say nice, but wow. now I guess I had to bring attention to it anyway. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> I mean, what does that mean? 
I don't know. It means you guys. Anyway, moving on. You guys are much more <laughs> mature than I am. Um, but yeah. Um, we just we just uh, filled out our character sheets differently. It's all right. Oh man. Um. Okay. Well. Do you want to quickly talk about the King in Black, which is uh, it finished recently, right? Yeah, uh, it just wrapped up. Uh, what is that, by the way? The King in Black is the last event of Donny Cates' run on uh, Venom. He's, oh, is he done with Venom now? He has one more issue. He's going to do Venom 200. Um, it's going to be a big issue, and then he's handing it off. They, wow. Yeah. Dang, that's like yeah. his like Marvel, like that's his like trademark Marvel thing. Yeah, it's I. It's probably what blew him into the stratosphere. Like so now, he's a. I it it, it feels weird. Uh, but he's doing Thor now, and he I he's got a couple of projects down the line, so he had to kind of make room. Mm-hmm. But uh, basically, long and the short of it is... Uh, he... Spoilers for King and Black. Yeah, this is spoilers for King, for King and Black. Um, the whole event is the god of the symbiotes, Null, comes to Earth, and uh, after everything that's been going on in this event, uh, just tries to wreck shit up. And uh, Eddie Brock dies in the first issue. Um, nice. The re- the rest of the issue, the issues is Earth trying to deal with it. Um, the Avengers are fighting along, and then it turns out this is where I kind of wanted to talk to you guys about it because I don't know if this is good writing or not. Even though they they talked, they set this up kind of. The God of Light comes in and chooses its avatar to be Eddie Brock. The God of Light is the Enigma Force, which creates Captain Universe, which if you've ever seen, like, Spider-Man with, like, the white and blue costume, that's Captain Universe Spider-Man. It's, what if Spider-Man had Superman abilities? And so using that power, Eddie Brock beats Null by making an axe out of the Silver Surfer's surfboard and Mjolnir. And combining it together to create a venom uh, symbol-shaped axe, and takes Null and throws him into the sun. And then the event ends with Eddie Brock becoming the new god of the symbiotes. And now it's set up that Eddie Brock is now going to be dealing with godly things. And I wanted to hear your guys' opinions of whether that's dope or really silly. Sounds pretty sick. I don't know. Okay. It sounds it sounds cool, but I also don't like. It sounds really cool. Yeah. I don't necessarily, based on that description, know if it is any way um, justified. It might just be really convenient. Yeah. Which, mm-hmm. like, it's super cool. Like, sounds rad. But if there's no yeah. like Lego bricks for the foundation of that yeah then, based on what like, i've told to, you yeah like if that is like layered in the entire donny cates run of venom like cool that's yeah. fine if it's layered in donny cates's silver surfer run cool if it's layered in his thor run like all this stuff uh that's 
chill. If it's just like, oh, this thing that Spider-Man had one time, I'm bringing it up just for now, right now at the end, then that's a deus ex machina. It's not very like, mm-hmm. it's it doesn't, it's cool, but it doesn't add any yeah. like the, weight other than like now I can do this thing because I want this thing to happen. Yeah. yeah. The, the thing that kind of, that it, the only time it was ever referenced was like a, a t- tie-in book that like focused more on another character and at the end of that tie-in like that character goes into space sees a bright light and he's like the bright light is coming the god of light is coming and then that's and then eddie brock's like that was weird and then walks off do you know when that was (laughs) that was probably a year ago now so so yeah i guess it was set up in that way but it just there wasn't like a storyline all about the god of light and the enig- yeah i guess that's like it's like for comic standards fine yeah but i don't i still personally in my gut don't feel like it's earned uh yeah. like in like mm-hmm. a good story that you can that you don't need a tie-in book or any like supplemental materials i'm not saying it's bad I like for the medium I think it's actually fine for for Marvel and like the books that they sell and how they sell them I think it's fine yeah. but it's not like it's it could be better it could like have been tied in and mm. in, yeah. in, in they could have spent an issue or two more in the main book giving it the weight that it deserves for that moment to pay off how it should be paid off yeah. but I mean uh that's how I feel hearing about it maybe if i was mm-hmm. reading it like yeah. and i read it all i would feel differently but just Which, i on. mean even hearing about it it seems kind of strange like just knowing the context of the world and that there are like so many other factors that like there's always going to be like when you read a comic book for marvel or dc there's always going to be that question sometimes where it's like all right where's like this person when this is <laughs> happening or whatever i feel yeah. like that's kind of the feeling that i always get and like oh the way that you described to me it's like that would sound super cool if it was like its own self-contained book about venom is the main character uh and there's like nothing else around really yeah um like what like even what you told me it sounds like it's from like a manga or something where like <laughs> I mean, yeah yeah really they does. they actually i would say if you haven't read it like at least read the first trade paperback of donny kate's venom thing i believe the subline to it is rex um but it is it is kind of like that in the beginning basically the avengers are dealing with uh uh corrupted celestials at one point so it's like something huge but then in like downtown like symbiotes are being reawoken because the god of the symbiotes is now uh like kind of starting to wake from his slumber and it's basically a warning shot of what's to come and so they do a good job of laying out that and then the king in black itself has been just a whole series of okay what makes this truly a big threat and it's the fact that venom is dead at the first issue and the avengers are struggling to like deal with this guy like uh they have the big moment where like thor is stabbed through the chest but he doesn't die because we're making Thor books. Um, 
but it's uh but yeah, they just keep. We building see actually up. Thor's heart has been removed yeah. because he's uh, now Odin and has the Odin power. <laughs> so he had to give up his Thor his, heart. Yeah. So that when he was stabbed through, it actually didn't stab through anything vital because his yeah. heart is kept in a box that was yeah, buried totally. in this island. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, true, true. that'd be really cool. Um, but I am not the writer for Thor, so don't at me. I'm pretty sure um, that's the uh, plot to parts. Literally, literally is the pirate. <laughs> pirates. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were gonna say like I'm pretty sure that's the plot of Fast and the Furious Six. And... Oh no, 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 no! That's Fast Ten. Oh, yeah, that's come true. On, bro. Oh, I can't wait. You gotta get to space first. Yeah, we need to get to space. Then there should be space pirates. But... Yeah. Well, what what's gonna happen? Space is that Davy Dom, Jones. Dom has to um. <laughs> project his mind into uh, a satellite and that satellite will be beamed out into the grid and then he's going to be the uh, new night rider there oh, we go shit oh my god i would love it if it just ended with hey guys i'm still alive in this car and they're like, actually <laughs> you know that would be really cool if dom became his own car and then his car was also a transformer and then he as dom could be with the transformers Oh he transforms God. into a transformer that looks just like Vin Diesel. <laughs> perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. Is it metallic or is just or is that it would be so Vin good Diesel? because they could just drop the line like, "Damn, now the car is the family." <laughs> <laughs> now the car no. really is the family. <laughs> like, no. Oh shit! Now the Autobots are family. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm sorry I brought it back to that. Uh, <laughs> All right, we're getting close to the end of the show. Uh, Aaron, did you want Me? to talk about Magic the Gathering again? Haha. Ha. I don't know, Blaze. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah, I don't really remember what happened in our games. Like, I don't know. Oh, you blocked what, it out of your memory? <laughs> what we talked about in the previous week or what we did after like we recorded last last week. Like, did we play a few games? Did we play one yeah. game? Like, I don't remember. Okay. No, we played a couple. All right. And I'm pretty sure you won like every single one of them. Yeah, I don't know. I've been, I just chose random decks. Like the, mm-hmm. I I know of specific like legendary creatures that are my person like in my wheelhouse of cars. Um, I played Sigarda, and we talked about that on the previous podcast. If I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, I guess afterward, I played a Bruna deck, which is one of. Uh, Sigarda's sisters in magic lore haha anyway her thing is basically that whenever she attacks you can take uh, aura enchantment cards from your graveyard and your hand and just like and like that are already on the field and just like put them on her and then like it's death incarnate basically Mm. yeah so that um, was a thing that happened and I was uh, like it's difficult because like these uh the decks that we're playing are just like made by people online and like within a certain price range um but obviously there's going to be like certain meta uh game tactics like placed into them right like these decks are made to win um and like when you're selecting ones in a certain play style like the one that plays likes to play it's like there you just see common cards like within those decks like the ones that make it so that you can't kill any enchants until you kill that one enchant 
and the ones that make all the enchants like hexproof and everything hexproof and like you just can't do anything unless you pull like one very specific card or kill everything yeah. and like usually uh, at least like within because i know ari was playing her personal deck and i think she has like some enchantment artifact removal but like that she put in specifically because of how i play no I th- she just has it in there because like her deck is uh an artifact deck yeah. essentially it has, um, it has those uh and i just straight up play random shit like yeah. so sometimes the decks that i have don't have any enchantment or artifact removal or any like counter or anything yeah um i usually i usually play like black decks so i feel like most of the time a lot of it focuses on like me trying to just like i don't know set up or do as much damage to myself as possible <laughs> in order to do like a lot of big damage at once basically yeah there's like a bunch of color philosophy on like what how like the different colors use resources essentially yeah so like you're using life as a resource and, yeah. and like creatures as a resource in addition to your mana and all that stuff so yeah it gives you like a wider array of mm-hmm. like what like what you can do but at what like a different cost from you know um yeah so I did that. Everyone felt frustrated, I think. Uh, so I was like, okay, so let me do something. That means that fine. I'm... It's just the cards that you had. Yeah. So let me be do stupid some... not to play them. Let me do something that I don't normally do. So I was like, you know what I don't play in Magic at all? Squids. I just don't like that. I just don't think it's worthwhile to spend that much mana to get a, like to play a giant squid or a kraken or whatever. And so that's what I looked up as my commander. And so I got this, uh, and like I usually play white because you know, uh, and then uh, like if, you, if there's these like magic color personality quizzes, and I've taken them, uh, like especially when I started getting into magic, and it was always like, yep, white focus. And I was now, like, yeah, it makes what sense. are as somebody from the outside, do yeah. the colors correlate with the elements or what's so? The- yeah, so white. Uh, black, red, blue, and green. Those are all the colors of magic. And then there's colorless, which doesn't it has no like real philosophy to it. I don't okay. think I could be totally wrong. But each color has like philosophy of like playstyle. It's like white is order. It you, the mana that it like you use are planes. Uh, forests are for green. Um, oh. Blue is islands, hmm. red is mountains, and black is swamps. So, that kind of thing. And hmm. then like zombies are a a black like color um, like creature, while angels are a white color creature. Uh, creature, if that makes any sense. Like goblins are red. Hmm. Uh, I, I don't know. Beasts are are green hydras are green i know that for a fact and then uh what goblins yeah did you say that already goblins yeah what i didn't say what was blue blue has like merfolk and kraken yeah yeah, yeah. like things that go in the water anyway so i picked this uh this kraken deck and i wasn't really doing very much in the beginning of the game and then slowly I just started uh, playing basically a game with myself, 
because that's kind of what blue does you just start playing like you start doing stuff alone and then it those alone effects you could just not be doing anything on your field not attacking or anything not countering any spells but eventually you just start playing so many cards that they just have these effects on everyone on the field and so after like the ability to uh use the same land like three or four different times in one turn by like tapping and untapping it in different ways and it just you know everyone on the field just kind of like oh cool when's it when's it my turn to play (laughs) so oh yeah i typically try to avoid blue but i probably would play blue before i would play red even though red is probably closer to like my personality i don't know yeah, blue yeah. kind of sucks ass. Blue is like really like of all the it, it's the color that do, doesn't let other players play the game. Yeah, like it really? stops them mm-hmm. from using. The, it's the counter spell yeah. color. It has so like, like counter spells where it'll just be like, all right, uh, I spend this two mana and I stop your thing from happening. Yeah, and it's like it's, that whole turn that you like built up like in your hand and in your mind thinking about like exactly what you're gonna do and how you're gonna do it is just like railroaded and you're oh, like, like just done it's, it's like, like okay, the well then i pass my turn i guess L- to put it into perspective rob uh i walked away because uh for some reason from what the game we were playing ari had this combo where she could generate infinite mana and then she had a card that could like deal some sort of like amount of damage Based, mm-hmm. like based on that and it's five thousand like, oh, yeah she, <laughs> she just said a random number but she could do yeah, deal it, infinite amount of damage she could deal infinite amount of damage based on like the way that like the the spells interacted mm-hmm. and she was going to do it to me because i was the biggest threat in the board potentially like it's not that i was actively doing anything but potential threat level was like i was the highest so ari is like unless you have a like a thing that can stop this you lose and so i'm like okay I tap one blue, use the one card in my hand, kill the thing, and like Ari cannot no longer kill me. Like just yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm good. Then proceeded like two turns later, I just kill Ari because Ari is the biggest threat on the board, and like that's it. And then like it proceeds to be like five to like seven turns later for the game to continue. Which when you're playing a commander multiplayer, that could be like. Which it was, I think, an hour and a half to two hours longer of time going <laughs> on. So, like, yeah. It's tough. It, mm-hmm. when, when you feel like you can't do anything and you're just, like, waiting this slow, like, death to happen, that's, like, yeah. the, so, like the soul-crushing <laughs> part of magic. That's why the simpler, like, more standard formats are faster games. They, like, don't want you to have, like, a longer game than 20 minutes mm-hmm. because you want to win and lose at like a fast pace so you don't feel like the bad Soul feeling crushing defeat but when you are losing for over two to four hours and you're just, there's you can't like dig yourself out of the hole that you're in it just feels bad and we i don't think we've played magic since that game <laughs> and like me i'm not a very good like i'm not a very good magic player I just have a very particular play style that is very multiplayer oriented and it is very effective in a group. If I was playing one-on-one, I'm usually the first to die. Like I usually die in one-on-one matches. Mm. In a multiplayer setting, 
I'm I usually stave off death because there's like more targets and the one target on my back I can usually get rid of. But, yeah. Yeah. No, I think it, we haven't played because uh, Ari has work. <laughs> that too. That too. <laughs> and it's, sometimes you'd be up very late playing those games. Oh yeah, no, my bedtime needs to be earlier for sure. But yeah, anyway, I I it's been like kind of refreshing to come back to Magic after such a long time of not playing mm. it. But it's also like, oh, I totally understand why I stopped playing that <laughs> Magic because <laughs> like, I think uh, it's fun. Yeah, no, it is tough. It's it's definitely more fun. Um, I think that uh, we play. We tried some plane chase too, which some of those effects yeah. were really great. And then some of those effects were like, we got to get, we got to get out of there before uh, before Blaze's turn. <laughs> I just have. I think I said this before. I have super fucking bad luck. Yeah, just like Aaron in general, has really <laughs> bad luck on rolling. Uh, yeah, anything like, or drawing cards. <laughs> yeah, for real. I feel like you also had super good luck. Anytime like it was your turn, <laughs> you rolled a uh, plane chase and changed the plane and got something beneficial for you at the start of your turn. Yeah, magic or fucked uh, over somebody else by changing it right before their turn. It was really weird because when we were playing Magic, like specifically those two games where I just like was crushing everyone. I would ju- it was like the universe was like yeah you have to be the most cold calculated uh, murderer right here. <laughs> and it was just like every opportunity that it presented itself to like twist the knife the game presented to me but not to anyone else and it was just like <laughs> why <laughs> why do I get the this this yeah. cursed luck so I usually just like try to like build up something by myself without like even trying to be threatening to anyone because I yeah. just like want to do something. And then somebody just targets me, and I'm like, oh, I, like, what? I wasn't doing anything. Potential threat level. Yeah. At the start of every game, Aaron and I have this bit where we, uh, we're like, <laughs> alliances with each other, and usually... uh we'll the alliance. <laughs> usually, I, don't, I think it's my, my uh, like, my very predictable, like, if I'm playing, uh, like, a four-player game, and I'm on, like, the winning side, usually it's Ari, Aaron, and then... Like, that's it. Like, it would just be, like, that'll be my sequence always. Like, oh, Aaron can hold up. Then he's the second most threat potential because he's going to actually do something. But Ari's <laughs> always like, we need to kill Blaze first. So Ari <laughs> has to have that, like, goodbye. So, yeah. Um, that's enough magic talk. Maybe we'll have more next week, but I don't want this to be another two-hour episode. Uh, Aaron, do you want to briefly talk about uh final fantasy 14 because there was a new patch right yeah a new patch came out um the only new content that i've done is the new near raid uh the Mm -hmm. last one in the series um it was super fucking cool uh i know how spoiled people want to get but basically you go into the net (laughs) it's like a big like the i think whole idea of it is that you're like hacking into the computer system of the yoris spaceship Mm-hmm. It crashed into uh, the first, which is not Aorzia. It's a alternate reality Weird. dimension world. Anyway, you're trying to like stop this thing from like you know destroying everything. So uh, you join two B and nine S in uh like straight up then what? Yeah, no, they're that's in there. awesome. Yeah, and so like you're you go in and you're you hack the system and save yourself. It's like super funny. They have uh, in one of the bosses the hacking mini game. I've never played near uh, Automata, but like yeah, you turn into like this little spaceship 
yeah, and then yeah. you change from like black to white and like you can yeah <laughs> it's sick. it's really fucking funny i um, love the hacking mini game there's like this red girl in there i don't know who she is, is she from uh devila and uh, maybe she's got like black hair oh red dress no not her red shoes i i can't remember if i heard people or if i saw people in the uh alliance chat saying that she was from uh the first game oh i'm not sure don't know I she may be the first near but yeah she was in there um only uh uh lady i know from the first game is uh kaine and everyone knows what she looks like because of her outfit so i don't know what she looks like she's uh wearing this like blue uh it's like a nightgown it's not even like clothing it's really just lingerie anyway yeah i don't know uh, who you're talking about she uses these two okay she has like a flower in her hair yeah it's cool it's fine it's uh moving on i guess i know just keep explaining it (laughs) (laughs) well the game comes out a week from friday so yeah that's true she uh she will be in that she's on the cover if i'm not mistaken yeah uh, i you can get um devila and papla are not in the game they're two like redheaded uh twins basically they're not no. in final fantasy 14 okay no surprise continue um but yeah there's like some other new content that we haven't touched yet um it's a new dungeon and some other stuff but you know it only came out like the other day and literally uh, the other day yeah. we were i like just uh basically did the new raid like a bunch of times over and over again because i wanted to get the uh chess piece that i wanted which i ended up getting um somehow i don't fucking know there are like multiple times where Callie uh rolled like super high on some of the drops like uh so the way that it works when like gear or uh certain like uh items that people you know want like accessories minions whatever uh, that just look cool. Uh, you roll, you know, one to one hundred. Whoever gets the highest roll gets it. There are a couple times, I think, too, where Callie rolled like ninety-seven or ninety-eight uh, on some items, and somebody else rolled like a ninety-nine or a ninety-eight, and like wow. got it. <laughs> and that happened to me too. Like I rolled a ninety-six on something, and then somebody rolled a ninety-seven, and I was like, "You fucking for real." Dang. But yeah. That sucks got the thing that i wanted i got the 9s hairstyle they added a 2b and 9s hairstyle that drops from the final boss in the uh newest narrated um that anybody can like roll on uh and the 9s one looks so bad <laughs> i don't know it's just like it's just like uh so normal and makes your head look really really round That's oh, I, I could get that um but yeah no like super fun so far um still waiting to check out the rest of the stuff but yeah i'm sure it'll be pretty sick is that the last story content before the uh new expansion um i don't think so usually what they do is like they'll have like a lead up um essentially to the events that will happen in the next uh expansion um yeah okay cool because usually what it is is like a expansion comes out and then from 
like the most recent expansion was 6.0 Shadowbringers. So from like 6.0 to 6.4, I think it was like the uh, story for that expansion will like pan out. And then from like 6.5 uh, onward, um, or like 6.6 on to 7.0 will be like the lead up to that expansion essentially. So okay. they'll fill in like some, it's usually like political stuff almost. <laughs> yeah. Like setting up the grounds for the events that are going to happen in the next uh, expansion. We got um, you. Oh, we did a. Is it Emerald Weapon? No. Hmm. Yes. Pretty sure that's the new one. Wouldn't know. Um, but yeah, it's like a big. <laughs> it's like a Fantasy Star Online 2 boss battle where you're like in a platform, like flying through the sky at 100 miles an hour, facing like some big robot Gundam guy. That's good. Yeah. Classic uh, Final Fantasy, you know? Mm -hmm. That was pretty sick. Uh, it was pretty short. We just did like the normal version. They have uh, an extreme version as well that's harder and has like another phase, usually transformation of the boss, uh, which we probably might do at some point. Yeah. I, I wonder what you have to, what you get from doing that. Uh, uh, I think it's like a mount. I'm not hmm. sure. I assume that or a weapon. people would want that a lot. Yeah. Well, uh, final thing to talk about on the show mm -hmm. is that The World Ends With You uh, episode, uh, the first episode of the anime came out. Also, there was a new trailer for the uh, for the sequel, Neo, The, World's End with, uh, the World Ends With You, which still looks super cool. Anyway, the, uh, the game comes out the 27th of July for switch and ps4 later it'll come to the pc uh the trailer was rad it's really like a story introductory of the characters kind of trailer they did show off some more gameplay um so that's cool but uh yeah i really think that the characters uh are really fun and they're definitely going harder into the like the manga comic book style uh kind of like cutscene presentation that they had before like in the first game they're like leaning into it more and uh using more tropes from it which is like a positive thing about it um anyway the first episode of the anime which the anime covers the first game but it also covers like it's like its own condensed version of the of the first game slash the final remix version which came out for the switch and i believe so it came out elsewhere but the final remix specifically which has this like extra dlc and based on that there's like a specific character there's like girl with headphones she's like a i think she's like a blonde or brown haired girl with like headphones she wears like a plaid skirt or whatever um she i she shows up in the sequel trailer and i mm. very much feel like she's gonna show up in the anime at some point later on but uh yeah i think i asked this when we were done with the episode i was like how much at this point in the story of the first game like how many hours would you be into the game and play said like five hours and it's like yeah. a 24 minute episode so. yeah they they so okay so the game uh, like breaks down what uh like it's really hard to talk about with like without spoiling it so i'll try and be as like i don't want to spoil the show or the like game but the reapers game which is this like 
the this like game that the characters are are participating in lasts over seven days, and so uh, the ep- first episode goes through one day one two and three, and there's like a mission on each day. So in the the game, based on like just gunning the story, I believe it could be four or five hours. If you're doing like everything, it's probably closer to seven ish hours. Uh, and they're flying in the show, and they're really like. They're not necessarily like uh, removing some character development or personality stuff. They're just like condensing it in a way that it'll like show up later. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe the second episode is called Shiki, which is Neku's. Uh, Neku's like the orange-haired kid, who's like the main character. Shiki is this red-haired girl with a hat. She uses like this cat plushie as her like weapon or whatever. She is his partner. And the next episode, episode two, will be about her. So we'll get to like learn more about her character, I presume, in the second episode. But that's not necessarily how like you get their character or their dynamic in the game presented mm-hmm. to you over these like events or days or whatever. Right. So I'm excited to see what exactly happens with that. And if they're flying, I, I think there's 12 episodes. I don't know. Maybe there's only eight or 10 episodes. Which mm. would be strange for just a, like an anime. Yeah, I but, feel like uh, that's always like the expectation, but and it's like really weird when it goes off that rail of like not being twelve or twenty four episodes, but it's always possible. Yeah, but they're gonna have to like if if it's seven days and we're already at day, like day three or four, like either the plot is gonna slow down significantly or like something. So, or they'll just like you know be adding the new stuff, yeah. Prior to the uh, new game, yeah, which is cool. Like I wonder how how it connects because the new game is specifically based off the anime version of events, not the game version of events, which mm-hmm. is weird. But it's also yeah. like uh, the game came out in two thousand eight, and the tenth anniversary in twenty eighteen was when the final remix came out with this extra story content and so this new anime which i think was supposed to come out in 2021 uh, always but like maybe it was supposed to come out a few months ago mm-hmm. like um i feel like it uh it makes sense like they wrote they like were in development of the new game and they were like oh well, we probably want the story to work like this since we introduced this new stuff. So, like, the potential for an anime. The, the, it's so graphically and stylistically different from, like, other oh, yeah. stuff. It's very mm-hmm. unique. Um, it also looked pretty budget, which is surprising yeah. for, uh, for Square to be, like, promoting this so hard and to give it such a limited budget and to, like, really show off these budget scenes like it generally mm. looks really good but then there's like a few really like low yeah it's like when scenes. you just have like the characters like interacting in a scene like in their full glory like stylized the way that they are in the game it looks fucking amazing but then they get to the fight scenes and then like things just transition to like this 3d and like i know this is like a big point of contention for anime specifically is like 3d scenes and like 
there have been so many cases where people use it incredibly well. And so it's like not an unknown thing or like something that we haven't seen before. Like uh, in Demon Slayer, they use it amazingly. Yes, um, yes. And it fits yeah. in so perfectly and For just real. makes sense. In The World Ends With You, the anime, it looks like you just like transition into like a GameCube game with like cell shading. <laughs> yeah. And like all the enemies, no matter what they do or how small or big, are all 3D. All the characters well, every, just transitioning to 3D. Everything is 3D, like, and they do like a really good job, like masking that for mm. the most part. But when you get into these really fast-paced action scenes, it yeah. really like the the magic tricks that they're doing to make it look like 2D get all taken yeah. away. And it's like, how come you can you can't spend the same budget and time, like increase, like how come you can't spend the more like the more money, like just put more money into those scenes and then it's all consistent it's just like i get that those are tough scenes to animate i understand that it's not as simple as just uh push a button to make it look better but you have the money i know yeah. that square <laughs> has the money to do it i they just have the don't money know and it's not like not. yeah it's not like they haven't they're not showing an interest in this product like they're advertising it very heavily and They're like you pushing, would think that they would want to like have that quality in there as like this product that represents possibly a new generation of the world's in, ends with you games. It's like yeah, it could be one of their tentpole franchises. Yeah, if they play if they play it right, and they're advertising it as such. They're advertising it as a triple A release from them. Mm -hmm. Like they're giving near the same like the same triple A treatment as they would like. Uh, like the last Final time they Fantasy did an anime PR. was like like in-house not in-house but like the last time they did a big self-published anime was final fantasy 15 and that was a final fantasy yeah. game like yeah. and that anime especially looked when the pretty ties good into it series. was yeah it, it was animated by the uh it was animated by like the sword art online people or whatever which i mean mm -hmm. we all have our own opinions on that anime but it was like animated by like a, a known a well-known team and they spent the money to basically get that yeah like, group to do it so i'm not saying that uh it's, it's like like the people who are animating are bad or whatever i'm just i just know that it's budgetary constraints they just did not spend enough money on that thing when they could have done it because they like they're plenty mm. of market they have plenty of marketing money the way they're pushing this game so oh well um it's just nitpicky because like overall it's such a good presentation yeah yeah but man yeah, so Rob, I really think you should check it out. Actually, uh, oh. especially if you have any interest in the franchise, specifically because of what you know from uh, Kingdom Hearts, because oh. these are like the same characters, and potentially. Okay, so I didn't really talk about it, and also don't want to drag at the episode really <laughs> much longer. But they also showed off the box art for the game, and you know the Kingdom Hearts three box art, how they had like that like night sky in those colors, yeah. right, Rob? Okay, so they have literally, it looks like they photoshopped that night sky from that Kingdom Hearts 3 cover <laughs> and put it on this, like, the the Neo World en the World Ends With You cover. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it just looks like they photoshopped that, that sky into the background. And everyone, every Kingdom Hearts, like, lore person is like, uh, they're both, like, <laughs> they're both saying this to get, like, clicks and stuff views or whatever because anyone who actually knows 
knows that Nomura does not do the story for like he only does the character designs. He does not yeah. do the story for the mm. this franchise. Um, and so when people are like, "Oh, it's the same sky," and actually this character is this character, and it's like, well, while it isn't so super far fetched to say that like Square and the internals and the people at uh, B are friendly and they talk to each other and they could link them together, based on this like this one character looking like this and this sky in the background, it would be. Uh, it would be probably uh, too much jumping the gun to to be like conc- to be use that as concrete evidence when we don't know enough information. We also know that Nomura does not give anyone enough information to make concrete things because his writing style, especially for Kingdom Hearts, is specifically to leave the viewer in the dark and then just throw this like big surprise at them that had no build up or lead up in any way that's <laughs> a known thing that he does yeah. um, that he's talked mm. about doing so it's like cool that it could be possibly connected but it also looks like a bad photoshop job at the same time yeah yeah so. it's like i don't know it, when i saw that you posted that i was like really that's the cover it looks that's so, the like cover yeah it looks like they took all the character art for like the individual characters and just like pasted them in like this formation <laughs> like yeah i don't know it's like kind of weird like if they they like almost sit in the scene but they don't yeah the perspective is definitely off yeah it's of like ways. the perspective is almost like a like cubism like where <laughs> the 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 ground that they're standing on like goes up to the horizon like at a 90 degree angle almost but like and like For the real. characters are standing on it that way but some of them aren't and it's like, I don't know. They don't meet the horizon line the way they're supposed to. The level of detail in, like, the different, like, levels, I think the foreground where the characters are is, like, super, like, hyper-detailed. Mm-hmm. The next level is, like, really not detailed at all. And the the color, like, and it's in black and white. And then the colorful night, like, sky, like, beyond the horizon line, essentially, is, like, almost abstracted at that point. It's just, like... Yeah, it just that? looks it, strange. Yeah. <laughs> but my real point was, if you think that this, this trailer for the second uh, game looks really cool, Rob, um, it be and it gives off a lot of Persona vibes. You should, uh, and you like Persona, obviously. You might want to watch this show because it will fill you in to where you need to be. Like you don't need to play the first game at all; just watch the anime, and then you can play the second game without uh any problems basically i'll give it a look so yeah and that nice. was our uh our show it's been one year nice. of podcasting uh with you my friends yeah, nice so. we will continue on maybe <laughs> not for another year but I maybe mean, for 50 years <laughs> no i'm just I, kidding please i stop. mean there was the <laughs> point where you said the world ends with you uh at the first point it was like yeah, I guess we're 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 this is gonna be how it all ends, just us in front of here just recording this, but you know. And then you well, continued um, onward. But I was like You know, <laughs> when the anime finishes I'll do the spoiler thing, but there's like a they do something with that in the game. They the they game. start a podcast and uh, Yeah, actually. Oh, Speaking of which, Godzilla versus Kong and that's the <laughs> show. <laughs> I'll have to, I'll have to uh, cut it at, uh, at, speaking of which, Godzilla vs. Kong, just kidding. 
Anyway, my name is Blaze. Uh, that was Echo Screen Forty Seven. Uh, Aaron and Rob will hopefully be back next week with yeah. me. Yeah. You can yeah. follow us on all of our social medias and share the podcast with your friends and family if they're into this kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, subscribe, whatever. We tried to do uh, a new thing, haha, that was supposed to come out uh, relatively around this time. We'll talk but, about uh, it yeah, when you guys some, see the thing. <laughs> we had some uh, stuff. Anyway, uh, yeah, follow us, ask us questions, like, subscribe, blah, blah, blah. You've heard it all before from other other places. True. Catch you next time. See you. Follow your dreams. Record. And remember, this is family. <laughs>